Why do you? Intro. Look like Freddie Mercury. God. Well, who do I look like? Freddie Mercury. Whatever. Old face life. <laughs> My bad. You're being addicted. My bad. <laughs> This video contains gratuitous use of profanity and uncomfortable pauses to compensate for lack of professionalism and original thought. Viewer discretion advised. It's the mustache. Mm -hmm. It's the mustache. It's, it's the mustache. <laughs> On that note, hey guys, my name is Marvin. And welcome to Crackhead's Corner. I'm joined by... Oh, me, Sinai. <laughs> and Tiffany. Anyways. <laughs> tonight we'll be talking about angel numbers and continuing to educate wait, Tiffany what? on wait, astrology. Wait, you say? Angel numbers and what? Angel numbers. What do you say after that? And continuing to educate Tiffany on astrology. Oh, missed that part. Sorry. Okay, continue. What is that? What are you, what are you doing? doing? She's deep throwing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you eating? What is that? Is that a marshmallow? It's peeps. Oh. What? Really it's like, just around the corner. I never really ate those. I don't think I would like those. I don't really like marshmallows. Hater. I think it's the texture. Yeah, I don't really like them. They, they like Haters. make you feel full, but you're not. Anyways, back to the topic that we're already streaming. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm deep throwing three peeps into my mouth. She's in yeah. desperate times. Desperate times calls for desperate measures. I'm not desperate. I'm chilling. She's desperate. Tiffany's been around the block a few times. She still can't mm. find someone suitable. Mm. Go on, Grinder. Pretend you're a gay guy. I don't know. So lately, I think today. I saw, no, this is yesterday. Yesterday I saw 555. Yeah. Um, did I see? I think I saw one today. I think. Did I? Oh, I see. I saw 1111. The amount of times, I'm so tired of telling you things you don't listen to me. <laughs> Go to Google. Google will solve all I was just telling you guys what I saw. Numbers. I am not Google. I you can see, go to your own Pinterest or Tumblr. I keep seeing like two two twos, five five fives, and eight eight eights. Oh no. Oh, I've never seen an eight 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 before. So I'm like trying to like look at every single one of my charts and seeing where the number twos and eights and fives play along. In my life, and I, I mean like, that could correlate, but then it could also not correlate with the angel number. It could and it couldn't, but I'm like, I'm just like, 
because that have. in itself could kind of make you more stressed and trying to figure out what it means when you could just go to google yeah but i'm like that curious cat that just like wants everything to connect somehow because i think everything connects somehow yeah you want to explain all of the angel numbers i think i have a photo of all of them that i got well not all of them because every number has its own meaning really if you search up a random number on google as an angel number it comes True. up as something but i just have the more gen generic general ones i have to find it hmm. <clears throat> actually i'll pull it up for you right now let's see it might not be the same one you have but it's generic uh, i found them okay so i just have um so one 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 has to do with intuition trust your gut and listen to your heart two 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 is alignment you're in the right place at the right time three 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 is support your spiritual guides are around you and sending you love support and guidance four 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 is protection the universe and your spiritual guides are protecting you. 555 means change. Something new is coming, which is the most common one. Mm -hmm. um, 666 is... Most people think of that as like a satanic evil number. Um, but it means to reflect. It's time to wake up to your higher spiritual truth. 777 is luck. Wonderful things are about to happen. Uh, 888 is balance. Everything is falling into place as it's meant to be. And 999 means release. It's time to let go of what's no longer serving you. But there's a, a bunch of other ones. Yeah, so. But those are the more general, general ones. That's kind of interesting because from me seeing like 222s, 555s, and 888, they kind of like align with each other in a way. Yeah. Yeah, but everyone has really their own definition of perception of the angel numbers, really. Yeah. But that's just the generic meaning of what they mean. People take them differently. But I see them all day, every day, so. Yeah. I don't even know. I know there's some people, like, at, like, times when they're, like, feeling anxious and stuff like that, they look at the time that they have and they Google it as angel mm -hmm. numbers. Mm-hmm. And it like gives them an insight to like why they're yeah because every every number means something like if you look up ten forty right now as angel number I'm pretty sure you're gonna get something. And what's cool too is because people have like the times are either in like military time or like the regular standard times like twenty four um twelve hours. I have my my time in military time so like ten forty would be twenty two forty. Mm hmm. And that angel number, uh, let's see what that means. 2240 is uh, insightful. It's being insights to your life. Mm. It's a powerful sign of stability and insight, bringing upright balance to make things happen in your life. Mm. That's what it would it would, it would mean to me because I googled it, but like, like you said, everyone does have like their own. Yeah, but it's just so it's just so like I'm at this point. I don't know if this is a good thing or not. 
at this point just waiting for something because why am i seeing all these angel numbers all day every day are you going to give something or not but that's like, the thing like, fucking... <sighs> i'm getting my hopes up that's yeah that's the thing though like angel numbers are like a message sent to you from like what i think so like it just means to keep pushing and keep doing what you're doing instead of like sitting back and waiting for something to happen mm. but I don't know, I saw uh, one, i've one, also gotten a 222 two, two. you saw 222 two, two? mm-hmm uh. it says that 222 two, two is also seen as a representation of power of love faith and patience some people believe that number 222 is a sign of angels from the oh, angels. Really, all of the angel numbers are a sign of angels, really. I think you should pay attention to the faith and patience part of that. And the love part. I was just going to say that. A lot of love. <laughs> it's a lot of love. A lot, a lot of love. Of patience. A lot of love. She's been pissing me off, though. He can't have feelings for me. I just refuse. Tiffany's been pissing I, me off, like for real. Like she's been making me guys. Very I am a dance on the stress. No, she's All been day. pissing me off because she she and I don't have a problem with her venting. It's not it's not I have an issue with her venting. I'd rather her vent than hold everything in. But it's like how many times do I have to tell you something for you to do it? Like I know that you're scared to have a conversation, but you're gonna keep on feeling the way that you feel until you have a conversation. Because you're never going to leave him alone. He's never going to leave you alone. Yeah, your paths are going to keep crossing. Until you move, unless you move out of the fucking country. You're never going to leave each other alone. Someone needs to make a move. That, that, at this point, for real. Because it's <laughs> like you are... At this point, it has to be me. Because he doesn't even do it himself. But are you going to do it? Because I tell you to do it, and you don't do it. It doesn't even have to be in person. You could literally just call him. Be if you do it in person. Let it be a text or, or a text message. message. Or a voice note. Yeah. In the world of technology. Like you don't even have to do it in person. But this is what I was telling you. When was it? Yesterday when you called me? Yes. I was. This is what I was trying to say was you're going to keep on feeling the way that you feel. It's not going to go away unless somebody does something and, you know, he's not going to do it. So, because if he doesn't have feelings for you, he wouldn't be acting the way that he does. And if he does have feelings for you and don't want to date you right now, then like... He could just say that. Right. Instead of like keeping you waiting. Or if he's not in tune or if he's not in tune with his emotions and doesn't want to open it, then that's him. But... It's the same thing that I said the last time. You can't wait for something. It's just holding probably both of you back, and it's just going to cause more pain, more confusion, more jealousy. It's just, it just needs to end at this point. Yeah. Wait. I don't want to force you. You do what you want, but. See, Sanai's nicer. <laughs> I'm. On the other hand, a little bit more blunt. So I'm gonna be like, "This is how toxic relationships start to form." <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm too nice. Oh, 
relationships start to form these are like the beginning stages of it this back and forth this like what do you want what do i want i don't know what you want i don't know what he like no you're not in kindergarten you're not playing fucking uh tug of war like with heartstrings it's just at the end of the day somebody gets to say bye-bye which is probably why you've been seeing all of these messages about love and all this bullshit. Because you need to do something. Yeah. In 222 specifically says that. Let's see. Um, that you need to change your life by focusing on positive thoughts. And. Use your mind as a powerful instrument that can shape your life. Meaning the mindset that you kind of have right now needs to like be tweaked a little bit. Okay. I will have to definitely um work on that. One step at a time. Cause I'm also stressed of work too. That's another thing. Because at work, I literally... I literally have so much to do at work. It's insane. And then my chart today... Said that, um... We are like... We are like the bee. We perish by our love. And it says, today you have a lot on your mind and just want to do all the things that make you feel good. It isn't easy to acknowledge that your problems are your own fault when you want to blame someone else. Or are you more judgmental of yourself than you are of anyone else? Breathe in and silently ask yourself a question. Breathe out. Listen for an answer, but do not give it to yourself. You work. Your work this month is to understand the difference between demanding too much of your body and breaking it. When you invade, you undermine yourself. Get comfortable with duality. Your main challenge right now is to face and understand your compulsions and irrational drives so that you can be clear with yourself and others. It's constructive to push yourself, but you don't need to set yourself up for failure. You know, that app be eating you up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> This app really violates me. This app be eating me up. Oh, I, I love it. When I first started using CoStar, and I know like not a lot of people like really like trust it, but like sometimes I have to tell myself that hey, like this is fucking accurate, and I need to change certain things. But here's here's the thing about astrology: it might say it might give you that message on that one day, but it kind of applies to like two days or like three days. Yeah. So that stretches out. Even if it changes for the next day, like the same thing still applies. And it's going to keep repeating itself if you don't make a change or like at least um, change a few things about whatever it is that's like happening in your life. Yeah. But again, I don't want to force you to do anything. You do what you want at the end of the day. I just think that would be easier. You do what you want. Just make sure your intentions are pure and you realize what the priorities are when it comes to your feelings and your mm -hmm. mindset and your mm -hmm. heart. 
Yeah. Um. And for sex and love, it says uh, magnetism. So it says that uh, you often surround yourself with simplicity and peace, but in this moment, you're facing growth and change head on. Focus on sharing the anxiousness of those you love. Give yourself permission to create the feeling of closeness with someone you love. Whatever the hell that means. Pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> it's literally self-explanatory. Pretty self-explanatory, if you ask me. Wait, what I am growing. pieces of that don't you get? Like, take it line by line. And like you have to really like read it. It's like if you were reading if you were reading poetry. Yeah. If you often surround yourself with simplicity and peace, but in this moment you are facing growth and change head on. Okay. Um if I'm if I connected to the things that are going on right now, if I surround myself with simplicity and peace. Um that's pretty self explanatory. Really, it's it's me and remember it's, it's a general thing applied to everything around you, not just one thing. But you yeah. don't really have to. You don't really have to think with that first sentence. This is telling you where you are. Yeah, you're growing. You're facing growth and change. Like it's reminding. Yeah, it's reminding you that you're changing. It's really reassuring you. It's telling you that you're. Getting out of your comfort zone, basically. Yeah. Mine is not even that bad anymore. Like, when I first joined CoStar, things were ripping me apart. I don't think I've really read mine like that. <laughs> um. But mine is just simple. I've gotten my yeah. shit together. It's my uh, my position at work. Mm. Like today, um, my boss didn't come in because she didn't work today. And I had to do a bunch of moves for her so that I would be ready tomorrow. And it was my first time doing it by myself without her because she's usually the one that teaches me. How, it, how talking, it's supposed to look. Are you talking about the growth and change part? Mm-hmm. You think that that just has to do with specifically only your work? Um. Like I said, it's a general thing. It does, It has to do with every aspect of your life. It's not just your own work, but it can be like your work it can be the bigger factor of it all. Because uh, from what I've been told about whatever's happening at the store, since that like robbery or since that like situation happened, things have definitely been changing and you're learning a lot more and you're definitely getting more hands on in the job and doing more things that you don't usually really do. So that's like giving you more insights and skills to like learn and grow. Do you think that that sentence in itself is just specifically about her job? No, not necessarily, no. What else do you think it's about? 
I don't know if I can say this on the podcast. No, I don't know who's listening, but it's definitely about her love life and her um her everyday life. This is about Patty. This is like Jeopardy. Who the fuck is Patty? You know who's Patty? Patty LeBan. Oh. Um. Um. It's about gunshot detected. I need to delete the citizens app now. Continue. <laughs> and then the next one says, "Focus on sharing the anxiousness of those you love." For example, I share my anxiousness with you guys. I share mm-hmm. it with my friends at work, or the ones that keep it tight in my circle at work. Mm. <sighs> But I also think you don't really need to take it, like, you can if you want to, but you don't really need to take it, like, literally. Literally, yeah. Yeah, I just try to see how it could correlate with me. Yeah, but like I said, it, like, stretches over a bunch of things. Because me me personally, it's kind of like if you were dealing with tarot cards, like, when I started... Um, most people said that it's easier because you know how people do card of the days and they pick up random cards mm-hmm. of the day. Um, <sighs> so they said that it'll be easier for me to pick a card of the day at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. I'm able to look back on my day and see if it correlates with the card. If that makes sense. Yeah. If I was to pick out the card in the beginning of the day i would think about the card the whole entire day and see how my life is correlating to the card so it's right. it would be probably be easier for you if you don't read it in the beginning of the day like if you go through your day and then at the end of the day when you're home you read it and you see how your life or that day correlated to what it said it'll be yeah. easier for you mentally because you reading it in the beginning of the day is making you think about it and a bunch of other shit. So it's basically making you look for those signs. Right. It'll just be easier for you if you go about your day and read it at the end of the day. If you really if you really want to read them, but that's why I say you shouldn't really take it literally. But it'll be easier for you if you just read them at the end of the day rather than in the morning. Okay, that makes sense. My co-star of the day was like, your emotions give value to your experiences. <laughs> I have power and routine and thinking and creativity. I have trouble with spirituality. Social life is a huge problem. Sex I have pressure in social life today. And so, really? Yeah, I have pressure. Wait. Pressure's mine not even is, a thing on mine. <laughs> mine is um, power and routine, thinking and creativity, social life and sex and love, mm-hmm. trouble and spirituality yeah. and self. It's crazy because on days that it says that I have problems with sex and love, I kind of have sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Click it and see what it says. Oh, okay, yeah, let's do that. It says, 
Oof. Alienated. Yikes. Your heart is experiencing some resistance. During this time, try to resist any laziness related to your unconscious. You can't wipe out your consciousness. You can't turn it off either. What you can do is simply experience it. I hate this app. That's something <laughs> Tiffany needs to read. <laughs> I don't Wait, what? On Twitter, too. The thing he just read about his sex and, and love thing on CoStar. Ooh, send it to me. Ooh, pay attention next time. <laughs> no, I was reading my thing. Too bad. I remember that on Twitter, too, when people were talking about how the person... Was it CoStar or was it something else? It was CoStar, right? Um, was it or was it something else i forgot what app it was but it was a horoscope app mm -hmm. and i think it was costar and apparently people were getting like really weird um like notifications and stuff in the costar app and i think someone who made the the um the messages we would get would like make up some like weird weird ones i think it was costar but i don't know i don't want to don't quote me on that i think it was but people talking about that on twitter i think it was probably like i don't know a year or two ago i think it still blows people's mind that my big three is gemini's i feel so bad but I don't have, like, any huge issues in my life. Mm -hmm. I don't even mean that in the sense of you have issues in your life. I just mean that in three times? <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah, Mercury retrograde is a... Like, three times. Oh. And my ruling planet is Mercury, too. So getting the effects three times is... Definitely. It's treacherous. Um. Are you still reading it? Is this, uh, and I, no, I looked at my, um, yeah, I am. I was looking at my spirituality and it says that, um, uh, my Neptune is an Aquarius, which means that you seek, you typically seek escape from your feet firmly on the ground. During this period, however, you may feel particularly erratic, making it an important time to be aware of it. Be aware of the way delusional thinking compromises your Neptune's twelfth house of mindful awareness. No matter what happens, hold on tight. Wait, that's your Neptune in Aquarius. Yes. Okay, I have the same thing, but my. I'll see that in. Uh, it's in my twelfth house. Mm. My 9 and 10 house is in Pluto and Mars, and it's in Sagittarius. My Neptune is in Aquarius in the 8th house. Mine's in the 6th house. Yeesh. Don't, don't say that. Don't say that. Oof. No, I'll say that to mine. <laughs> my Saturn's in Gemini right now. Which is a good thing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's in my, my house. Saturn's in Gemini. Uh, it's in my 11th house. Uh, Gemini. Uh, my Saturn's in Gemini. 
My Mercury's in Gemini. My Jupiter's in Gemini. I mean, Gemini. Um, in my 12th house. Saturn's in my 12th house. It's a Gemini bitch. And in my third house, it's Saturn and Venus. And my Venus is with Taurus. And my Saturn's with my Gemini. For me, my so Saturn and Gemini. For me, my Saturn in Gemini means that uh, I typically work towards my goals with a quick and hungry mind, and I may feel especially playful, making it perfect time to commit myself entirely to Saturn's first house of self-discovery. Long-term transformations happen when you are able to use your experiences as a source of wisdom. No it would probably more. be better if you guys like go to like astral theme and look at your like entire chart in itself because there's the midhaven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's all of that stuff involved. Astrology is a really big thing. It's like space. It's like it's like space and ocean. I would sure hope so. <laughs> But yeah. I don't even want to know my full chart, to be honest. It's scary out there. But I don't know. At this point, I'm just trying to figure out why all these angel numbers are being shown to me at this point. Because when is something going to happen? Same. I shouldn't really wait though. I should just let it come. But it's it's like it's like you show me these things every day. It's like every day. I don't know. My first house is in Pisces. Hmm. Makes sense because you're a Cancer. You're rising. My ascendant. Yeah, it's my ascendant. Yeah. And then my moon is my is Sagittarius, and it's in my ninth house. Hey, this ninth house and a tenth house and a and a twelfth house. Does that mean the levels go higher? What? Like I don't know. I'm gonna throw this girl out the window. What does that even mean? <laughs> like house mean? one is like low. No, they're, they're, the they're, they're just houses. So I think twelve houses. Wouldn't one be highest? Because it's what isn't one considered? Um, um, I don't know for me, because what's in my first house is Leo. That's my rising so i know that leo represents the sun so that's kind of i don't know how it works for other for other mine is a fish we know that but i don't want to be a fish um you can't change it what all right but what does a what does a air um sagittarius is a fire sign right yes Mm -hmm. So what would that mean for me if my if it's my moon? Google is your best friend. Oh, I guess. I mean, 
And I was like, I am not an astrologist. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> people say your moon sign is how you are when you're by yourself. Your rising um, sign, people say your moon is how you are when you're by yourself. Your rising is how other people see you outside. Damn, I'm a thumb gentleman. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no coming back. Mm. Ain't no coming back. At least I think I think that's what people say about moon sign. It says that my Sagittarius moon sign describes my my instinctive or emotional energies, my innate relation, my innate reactions. And things that I need to feel comfortable or secure. It can reveal your my emotional, genetic, and intuitive makeup. Uh, yeah, I can't clarify that for you. Um, I don't know my city of this because um. You don't have it. What? what are we looking up now? Uh, I'm reading what a, a Sagittarius moon mean. Like how I should view myself. Mm -hmm. It says that um, people with Sagittarian moon signs can think so highly of themselves that they engage in reckless behavior. Especially if their sun sign is also known for impulsive slash questionable decisions. But as long as you can keep those tendencies in check, your high opinion of yourself is generally well-deserved. And it also says that the issue of having a Sagittarian moon isn't self-doubt, but rather thinking that you that I can do anything even when something is beyond my skills or just plain unsafe. Mm. And um, the one problem comes for the most common Sagittarius moon trait is difficulty committing. Mm. Yeah, uh, having a Sagittarius moon means that you often see yourself in close relationships, particularly romantic ones, as smothering. Instead, mm. you prefer a wide circle of acquaintances for whom... You feel never need to make compromises. And one of them is un if one of them is unhappy with your choices, you'll just jump to the next person. If your sun sign is known for loyalty, you can overcome this fear of commitment. But whatever your sun sign is, prepare yourself for nervousness when things start to get serious with someone else. It's just how Sagittarius moon signs are. Mm. And um Cancer Sun and Sagittarius Moon. This is a strong sun slash moon pairing. Cancers are loyal and honest, but they can suffer from pessimism and generally get stuck getting stuck in ruts. Having a Sagittarius moon adds some freed spirit, rose-colored glasses, energy, and otherwise stayed cancers, which often just what they need to be a bit happier, more successful in the world. Mm -hmm. That's Does all. anyone have a Sagittarius moon? Not me. 
Let me check. Sag, moon, sag, moon. No, I'm a Gemini. Why did I need to check that? I don't know why you need to check that. Yeah, you're all Gemini. That's what I was to say. What the hell's wrong with my brain today? Not me. I don't have one. Um, okay. Before we keep getting long ass gaps, I'm gonna end this episode right here. What? Bye, guys. Deuces. Bye. See you on the next one. Everybody say bye to Craig. Bye, Craig. You hope. Bye, Freddy. Whatever.